That's Andy. And that's Nick. And welcome to Oh That's Right, I'm Gay. <laughs> See you got a new barrette. You look so pretty. You know nobody can see you, but I had to. I do. This bitch has not cut her hair, and she has a straight up like sparkle clip in her hair. And I clocked it the second she came to it. I'm like, what is that? What is happening? My friend gave it to me because I help her clean in her apartment, and my hair is always in my face. So she's like, here's a barrette. Your hair's very long. It is. Um, I'm getting a haircut on Thursday or Friday. Are you gonna do the left side only? I am. I'm gonna be butch. I'm going to just shave the left side of my head. Speaking of Butch, the thing I like about this barrette situation most is that you look very masculine in everything on you right now. Except, except for the barrette. <laughs> You're wearing camo. Watch out. No, he can barely – he can't actually see Which me right I now. don't think I've ever seen you wear before. I wear the sweatshirt a lot. You do? I do. Okay. Maybe I just don't remember. I have corn brain. But the camo plus the barrette, it's like cognitive dissonance. I'm like, what's happening right now? She's the top. She's the bottom. I don't know what she's saying. <laughs> what's happening? She's reproducing asexually. She's the top and the bottom. I don't know. It's very confusing. Up Sorry. is down. <laughs> Nick's a bottom top. A top bottom. America's next top bottom. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. New award show. Not a board show. New uh, reality show oh. that we're going to host, America's Next Top Except bottom. we quit our own show because it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because it's that one time in the WAP episode. Yeah. We walk in and we're not even rolling it. Like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And I got fucked and it was so good. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Producers of our own television show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. America's Next Top Bottom. RuPaul thinks she's just going to keep winning host of a reality competition program, but she has another thing coming, and it's us. Fucking watch out, bitch. Mm, We're on top now of the bottom show. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know, man. Have you noticed when we record latest, we get real weird? Yeah, we do. We do. I took a nap, and I've been awake for a while, but I'm still kind of like... I can kind of see that. I don't know why, and I want to stop. You're like more sedate than you usually are. I know. I'm usually like... "Ah!" You you really are. Constantly screaming. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've come to expect from you. It's on brand. It is. It is. You know, it's like what it looks like online versus when it gets to you. The meanie. Yes. (laughs) What's up with you? Not much. How was your Halloween? Oh my God. And Halloween. Now that the main event of your life, you have to wait another year. Another 364.25 days. Bring it on. (laughs) It was good. I had a small group over. Did everybody gag over your ridiculously intricate decorations? They did. They loved them. I hope they gave you the requisite credit that you deserve. I did. Because they looked sickening. And I made butternut squash ravioli. (gasps) And my friend made a brisket uh oh my god oh my god and i made a pumpkin spice icebox cake i forgot to steal some of that the last time i was at your apartment because you it looked real good it was real good i mean it tracks if you look at my ancestry because i'm not completely caucasian i like pumpkin stuff but i don't go so far as to be that white bitch like oh my god pumpkin pizza <laughs> like i do really like it in its normal form i don't want to go break into starbucks and steal the bottle of pumpkin spice syrup and, and drink just it. chug it yeah right right there in the Starbucks. yeah some white bitches like to you, do that karen's <laughs> like to do that it's what fuels their rage you against just everyone who's not white you just walk up to becky at the counter <laughs> That's and becky. you're just like oh could i see that and you just fucking decker oh yeah and then you take the some people do that with whiskey i do it with pumpkin slice latte syrup. it's like that um that woman who goes up to the mcdonald's drive-thru and she wants her chicken mcnuggets she goes and, they, the- and she's like you haven't seen me in my ultimate form it's just like that that's really funny i like that meth had to be involved in that when somebody goes through a drive-thru window head first yeah i would say I, either that or i'd say heroin maybe okay something's gonna make you crazy something i had a good halloween too i am um, oh yeah what did you I was do gay pig slut harry potter as you know of course which is You're going to make fun of me and you have every right to because it's supposed to be my backup costume that the whole point is that I have it and all I have to do is put it on and there's no makeup and it's very simple if there's something precluding me from making a new costume like a pandemic. And yet I basically remade the entire costume. Of course you did. I remade the shirt. I (laughs) got new props. I made those spells. But it was fun. Of course you did. I was a whore. And I was in bed So coming to the apartment of the small party that I went to and leaving, it was the escándalo. Like the people in the corner were like, what is that person doing? Why does he have shorts up to his ball sack? And it's like 40 degrees outside. Sir, one of your balls is hanging out of your pants. <laughs> and it is very cold. How it hasn't receded into your pants is beyond me. Because it's in it to win it. That's, that's why. It's so yeah. devoted. It doesn't care. It's like a mailman through sleet, through rain. Snow, you know. whatever. <laughs> whatever happens. Exactly. But it was fun. 
I made a backstory for the first time. Oh, okay. I left Jenny because she's a boring beard. Oh. And, you know. And I made up a term on my Instagram post about it. Harry Potter turned 40 and then realized he couldn't fight the hunger Capital H-U-N-G. That's when you realize you're gay. You get the hunger. And you just want big dick all the time. Yeah. It's copyrighted, so don't steal it. I mean it up. And yes, it is evocative of the Catherine Deneuve and Susan's random vampire movies from the 80s, but it's not lezzy. It's gay. So calm down. There's no scissoring. Scissoring timbers. I love that so much. I never get tired of it. So what's on the agenda? Also, we know lesbians don't actually do that. I know, but it's just a funny term. It's just, it, the just, visual, even though it's not real, is so funny. Yeah. Just like legs, legs, legs. And I want to say blue is the warmest color. There's a French movie that I've came out. I've heard of it. I have not watched it. That lead actress was robbed of an Oscar nomination. She was so fantastic. She was like 19. But there's very graphic sex scenes. Oh, okay. In it. Wait, whatever. I raised my hand because I was going to be like, what does this have to do with scissoring? <laughs> Oh, because she basically gets seduced by an older woman and, and the whole movie is about their tumultuous relationship, but they have really graphic sex. And at one point it's scissoring adjacent, like their legs are very tangled together. I'm like, oh my God, I was in the movie. They're like, are they going to scissor? Like, is this all this time I thought this was bullshit and it's real in France? Oh my God, of course it is. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a French thing. It's only real in France. You can only do it if you're in fact going, oh, and you're going to eat like an entire baguette when you're done. It has something to do with the butter and the human over there i don't know yes it really does and the <laughs> and it can only be done in the scissoring region of france <laughs> and the blinding hatred of americans you could never do this uh, you can scissor you don't know how uh, you don't know the nuances of scissor oh. exactly oh my god um i wish devon was here because i'm sure she'd have something to say in a french accent oh is hers good probably she's, yeah. oh yeah no because she... her fiance speaks fluent french right he does, but he sounds like someone from Texas speaking French. Whereas I... when she does it, she actually sounds French wait, 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 speaking wait, wait, French. Wait, 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 wait. You just, you just, you gave me an aneurysm that <laughs> is going to kill me at some point in the next five years, and now I just get to wait. Wait it out because you said the words speaks French like, like a person from Texas. Yes, it's true. Which has split my frontal lobe, cerebral cortex, <laughs> trans-occipital lobe. It's all mixed around. It's like spinning around in there, like those vacuums that they give little kids that have the balls the in ball, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I need to hear that. Yeah, I would love... Hear that, him, Eric? I don't think I've heard him speak French before. Eric, I'm just going to call you on the telephone. Yeah, you don't even have to come down get, from Pleasantville. Janet, Janet's our secretary. Janet, get Eric on the horn. <laughs> and the great thing is, is that I speak conversational French, so he doesn't even have to speak French to me for no reason. I'll have a conversation with him to bait him into speaking French. Oh, perfect. <gasps> okay. And I'll be taping it, like, in my pocket. Yeah, he doesn't need no, It's perfect. Oh, my God. Of course, if he listens to this. Watch, he's our biggest fan. He's like, why would you do that? <laughs> he, he's sitting at home right now holding a rainbow flag on a stick. I'm also going to be in my bed tonight at five in the morning trying to vocally figure out what that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> like, oui, la fenêtre is where's the window? How do you say that? It's not that bad, right? It's not like, oui, la fenêtre. It's not. No, that it's bad, not right? that bad. Okay, but, but it's it's there. It's definitely there. Oh God, talk about talk about just the, a uh, mesh. Talk about a dog fucking a whale. Like it's just like it's unnatural and horrifying. dissonance. That's what yes. I was looking for. <laughs> More cognitive dissonance, just like your barrette. Oh my God, <laughs> what's happening? My brain's melting. I can't deal with this in a quarantine. Lord, love a duck. All right, I love that. I'm obsessed with that. I have a new obsession. Thank you. Thank you very much. So what are we talking about today? You had a very interesting topic. I did. And I love when we do this. We've done this a couple of times. We're going to get into that mode, unanswerable questions with Nick and Andy. I love that. Oh, yeah. Because they're so frustrating. But it's like tantric sex. It's like frustrating in a good way. It's like edging for your brain. So yeah. So Why don't you bring us in? We're going to call this segment, A Bird in a Hand is Worth Two in the Barber Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll know why in a second. Well done. Uh, so I found an article. <laughs> That's amazing. You like that. I found an article on pinknews.co.uk. Oh, I like that site. They and have good articles. And the article's titled, Former First Lady Barbara Bush Finally Came Out for Trans Rights at 90, Proving That It's Never Too Late to Open Your Heart. By, Come on, Madonna. By <laughs> Vic Parsons. I love it. And I would also just like to quickly add in your little mini dossier that she was also the former vice president from 1980 to 1988 under Reagan, which will be very important when I read her in one second. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so basically, the article just talks about how she, at 90 years old, said that being trans is not a choice. She did. It's not an exact quote, but she said, but it's the, not the, a choice. The, it's not a choice referring to being trans. The gist. Yeah. And I like that because I don't even know if she realized that saying that is a very loaded statement in a good way. 
because you're basically saying that their assertion that they were born in the wrong body, she's validating that. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is a big deal for a conservative person. Also, like, someone who's just you know that much older. She's like, ninety for God's sake. Yeah, like I you mean, know, it shows that she's capable of yeah. of change, which is really more of what we're, we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's more. Of what <laughs> and that we're... wasn't anything about her looks. <laughs> it was merely a metaphor. But yeah, so it's just interesting to see like people changing their mind. Yeah. And in 2013, Barbara and George, her husband. Bush one. Bush Bush (laughs) one. I heard he was in Barbara's Bush at some point. At least twice. At least least twice. W and Jeb. (laughs) But yeah, so they officiated a friend's same-sex wedding in Maine before it was made legal. Oberfeld v. Hodge. I gotta say, I was gagged when you told me that. Never (laughs) in a million years did I think that's what you were going to tell me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of picturing them in like, you know, Hawaiian leisure wear. You know, gay weddings always get weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like kitschy. Mm-hmm. I'm just really surprised by that. Because they were very stodgy as president and first lady. Like, they were not fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's almost kind of what helped Clinton win in the end in 92. Because he was a one-term president, Bush won. Because mm-hmm. he just, they were stodgy old white people. Yeah. And then Clinton came along and played saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I, I like playing the saxophone. <laughs> that was like moderately okay you you get it all right um, i'm no robin williams so i'm trying okay <laughs> but yeah so they were born so they're like having a glow up in their 90s that's yeah cool. yeah yeah it's pretty interesting i mean you know it's still kind of like you think about stuff that had happened like you were what were you telling me before about about reagan yeah, yeah yeah well i just feel like well he was a fucking turd he's evil and um, one step away from someone who committed genocide but i feel like barbara if she was second lady for eight years yeah it's not like she had a lot of power in that position because it's mostly ceremonial but she could have said something you Mm -hmm. know what i mean especially in the second term when bush one isn't going to be vice president forever you know maybe he'll run afoul of the rnc getting to the nomination as president when reagan has to step down because the term lives but if you thought it was that horrifying which you should have anybody should have she could have said something and all four of them ronald reagan nancy reagan bush one and barbara bush said nothing yeah and even when he talked about it and acknowledged it no one said anything about the six years of wasted time from 81 in the first case all the way to when he actually fucking talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. theoretically, if it had happened when she was older, maybe things would have worked out differently. Yeah. You know, it's What's interesting, too, is... And I feel like, not to bring it back to movies, because I feel like we do that a lot, too, but... Um, like, I think it's okay. <laughs> Since it's our bread and butter. But, but, uh, um, please don't say one more thing and I'm going to get up and go there for Please don't say that. <laughs> but in a lot of movies, and I feel like this is newer too. I feel like you didn't see this as much Ooh. in days of yore. I would, I would even just say even in like the 90s and shit. Back in my but, day. Yeah, back in Andy's day when he was 40-ish. Shut up. Shut up, you asshole. I can give you flashcards. He's making want. me a look. <laughs> You see a lot now in movies, characters that are very complicated. Yes. Characters that do really awful things, but also doing the right thing. And what I think is so awesome about seeing that in movies is that is how people in real life are. None of us are perfect. We all do shitty things, but we also all do really good things. I love that you're saying that. You're so right. And I don't think you can negate the good things with the shitty things and necessarily vice versa. The good things aren't necessarily going to negate the shitty things, but you have to understand that that's like another complicated facet of that person's character. And at the very least, appreciating that person for the good things that they did. You're very right about that. And my God, we're getting philosophical because there are so many philosophical tenets that talk about the balance between between good and bad, the sum total of what you did in your life, mm-hmm. does one negate the other? We're getting real, real philosophical here, and I love it. And one one character that actually comes to mind. I can't wait to see who you're going to say, because if it's the same as me, I'm going to forget. It's but. definitely not. One okay. character. <laughs> like, you don't want It's to. definitely not. <laughs> one character that does come to mind, and this isn't is specifically an A movie, Batman. Because, oh. and I say Batman because I'm pretty sure they make it pretty clear somewhere in that whole mythos, is that Batman doesn't kill people. They he do. just knocks them unconscious. In most of the... So they can be dealt with by the police. Yeah. That's unrealistic and you know <laughs> that it's not true. Yeah. That doesn't make it... Because they're trying to make him like, look how perfect he is. He just knocks them unconscious so the police can deal with them and they can be dealt with the legal way, which as we all know is a whole other thing. But... And the real funny thing about that is that I thought you were going to say about how they play up the fact that... And they're right from a legal standpoint. He's a vigilante. So they're making him this, oh, I don't kill anyone, but he's a vigilante. <laughs> Technically speaking, he's still a criminal. 
Oh, 100%. He has no law enforcement rights whatsoever, yet Commissioner Gordon lets him do whatever the fuck he wants. He's just like doing his thing down the street. And I'm like, hey, show me your credentials. Yeah. Um, can I have your badge number, Batman? Like your bat number? Oh, you don't have one? Yeah. I think you were that bat who gave us coronavirus. So like, I'm not trusting you because I don't trust bats anymore. Okay. <laughs> but you're totally right about that. I was going to say Nurse Jackie taking it to television. I heard about that. I never, I never watched that show, but I heard about I think about you should that. watch it because not only Edie Falco is a brilliant actress, it's exactly what you said. Like it, she popped into my head as soon as you started saying that because she is a drug addict. And she inherently cannot be trusted. She lies to everyone she knows. She will do anything to get high, including throwing people under the bus, legally, morally, ethically. But she's such an empathetic, huge-hearted nurse. She's an impeccable nurse. She does her job so well, even though she has this gigantic pill problem. And it's fascinating to watch the dichotomy between you're a lying, stealing, cheating drug addict, but you're an angel of God nurse. Like, yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. strange, but very real, because nothing is ever black and white. Yeah. There's just some discord there it's like the, yeah it or, or maybe even not because the, that's what being human is Those exactly actually belong together. exactly and that's the thing i think not again not as much anymore but i think when you started seeing those types of people showing up in pop culture i think people probably were kind of seeing discord they're like that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. but it's like well think about your life would you describe yourself as a complete asshole all of the time <laughs> or would you describe yourself as only a good person or do you make mistakes too like i, I I think both of those people are lying. Yeah, exactly. Or mistaken. Yes. You know, my dad, we had a very interesting conversation about mistakes that we made. For me, I was a teenager and for him, he was talking about, ah! <laughs> that was really funny. God, I wish you could see that right now if we were on YouTube or whatever. I said, my dad and I were both talking about mistakes we made and he points right at me. Ah! That was there, demonic. There, I, she, there she is. That's the one. I really appreciate that. That was savage. Not Carly, you were planned. And I'm here for that. You hear that, Carly? You were planned. It's fine. Sure she was. <laughs> As far as you can ever plan an adopt, I mean, yeah, you were playing Carly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The secrets out the cat's head back. Um, <laughs> but we were having this interesting conversation. My mistake that I was referencing was in high school, and his was much later in life. But he has a bit of a self-deprecation problem, and was completely absolving me of any guilt. Which I was freely admitting. I was like, I was a teenager. I didn't understand that what I was doing was wrong on an emotional level. And it was wrong. I'm not saying I'm an evil person. I was a 16-year-old person who thought I was right. And, and made, I wasn't. You made a mistake. Yeah. And he was like, no, no, no. Because it's da, da, da. But then he was like, but I'm shit. Okay, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it's a huge double standard. So it's exactly like you were talking about. Yeah. I felt like I was kind of even keeled, but he was like, no, I'm shit. You didn't do anything wrong. Like, that isn't true. Yeah. You can still make mistakes as an adult and learn from them. Yeah. (laughs) And just because I'm admitting that I treated someone shittily who was close to me when I was 16 doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It means I was a 16-year-old. Yeah. Who genuinely thought that I was the aggrieved party. It was about a guy. Mm -hmm. And I I was completely 100% wrong. But I was like, but I'm the one who has to go home alone. I'm 16 years old saying things like go home alone at night. I'm 16 years old. My God, I watched too many soap. I'm like, Jesus, it doesn't Andy, matter. Andy was going home to his big 19-room mansion by himself. You know, making a Stouffer's meal for one in yes. the microwave. And putting on his smoking jacket and crying in the uh, parlor. Yeah, at 16 when I should just be enjoying my life, my youth. <laughs> and then, of course, he lights up a stogie and goes to sleep. <laughs> but that was me. I was like, he doesn't love me. Oh, my God, you were 16 years old. Jesus, you shouldn't love anybody. <laughs> you loving anyone right now is a terrible idea. Well, I just mean, you're so stupid when you're a teenager. Everyone's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't in love with that guy. It was, But I acted like the world was going to end mm. if he didn't love me. I'm like, you are 16 yeah. years old. It's just fascinating. I feel like that's interesting. This woman is 90 years old and she's known to be incredibly conservative. So was her husband. And yeah, there she and, is. and her son. I mean, she has her husband and her son that she raised were two presidents of the United States mm-hmm. for yeah. a combined total of 12 years. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's a lot of influence that you had on this country by proxy. Let me ask you a question. You can't answer this factually, but I want your opinion. Do you think that maybe she felt guilty about the fact that she was part of an administration that ignored the AIDS crisis and maybe that's influencing her now vastly increased empathy? I feel like it definitely could. I feel like it's definitely possible. And I don't hate that. Yeah. Again, learning from your mistakes. Because so many people are quick to be like, oh, you think you can correct what you did? Well, you can't. How exacting is that? Yeah. If a 90-year-old woman feels guilty about something she did about the AIDS crisis 35 years ago and wants to make amends in some small way, isn't that better than her going to her grave being like, I didn't do anything wrong? Yeah, I mean, why would that not be like that? 
exactly. No, I it, I would rather have someone realize that they made a mistake. Even if they just admit it and don't really try to do anything to balance the scales. Admitting it is nice. You know, if Ronnie's ghost came in here right now and was like, yeah, maybe I should have acknowledged that there was a pandemic killing gay men in my country. And I ignored it. During the me decade where it was about consumerism and capitalism and me, 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 me. When my friend Rock Hudson is begging, beseeching me for help, and I let him die. If the ghost of Ronald Reagan came in here and just told me that, I'd be like, you know what, Ronald Reagan? I don't know why you're telling me, but... I think you took a wrong turn at Albuquerque, (laughs) Ron. But I would appreciate it on a human level, Mm -hmm. rather than what he did do in his life, which never admit wrongdoing Mm -hmm. or culpability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was a, we'll talk more about this on World AIDS Day, but he was basically a predecessor of Trump, in my view. Mm-hmm. And AIDS was to Reagan as COVID is to Trump. Yeah. Never, Ignoring never him. admitting that you were wrong. And Reagan kind of arguably worse because Trump did it because he's an idiot and he always wants to look like he's right. Reagan did it because he didn't care about gay people and he thought their lives were expendable. Yeah. But it's interesting. What about your own life? Have you ever done something to try to ameliorate something you did prior? Sure I have. It's a matter of... It's a matter of going through all those files that you I know. All those instances. (laughs) I do keep very detailed records. (laughs) Um, I'm sure I have. I can't think of anything specifically. I definitely have tried to go back to high school. I remember there was this guy. We were each other's kind of first boyfriends. And what the hell was that D syllable that you were going to say? I don't know. I was, I, I was, I was interested. <laughs> we were each other's first di- d- dick pic. Dick pic. <laughs> we were each other's first dick pics. Dick sleeve. <laughs> mm, but yeah, so we had dated, and like it ended very badly. Ooh, in I, high school. Yeah. Oh god. I, and it's not really worth going into the details, but it was just kind of. I saw something that he did that was kind of fucked up. I did something that was kind of fucked up, but I will say this right now. I don't think I could say that I felt like I did anything wrong. I still don't think I did. I think overarching, there were probably things I could have done better, mm. but like the straw that broke the camel's back, I still feel like was kind, of, was kind of on him, but I have still made attempts at apologizing because it sucked that it ended the way that it did. Mm. I would have rather have it ended, I guess, with us still being friends. But to this day, you kind of still are okay with the decisions that you made and why you made them yes we definitely needed to not be together anymore that was not a good but you were right in theory but maybe you felt kind of crunchy about the execution yeah yeah, by trying to be his friend still that's how you're trying to make it better yeah and he he just basically just straight up ignoring me okay i like wrote something to him allegedly he very dramatically set it on fire how did you find out about that you got spies everywhere it was someone somebody told me did you enter his life in a disguise and get all the tea yeah yeah, that's what i would do because i'm insane i was dressed as an old beggar woman don't you Sweeney Todd this <laughs> I know what you're doing. Backdoor Sweeney Todd. <laughs> How dare you? Don't even. Because actually, that's brilliant. Did you do that on purpose because she's actually someone else? No, I didn't. But you're right. Yeah, it does work out. That's that just way. how your musical theater brain works. Oh my God. You could have picked anybody. You could have picked Pirelli. And it wouldn't have been the same. Great. Oh my God. Sweeney Todd. But I yeah, like so like I, I definitely tried knowing that I definitely could have done things better. I definitely was like, I feel bad about the way that things ended and I wish it could ended things differently. But, yeah. you know, then there was that other drama that happened. It's like, OK, well, I guess it's not. I mean, someone be, who's going to yeah. burn something yeah, like you wrote I, just to try to make things a little better. Don't read it. Send it back. But yeah, I don't it. I don't think and I don't think he read either. I'm like, OK, fine. Like, if you want to be grouchy, fine. And only <laughs> you can prevent forest fire. So like, exactly. you're, you're literally playing with fire. OK. That was definitely one example of where I was like, I yeah. recognize I did something fucked up and I tried to make amends, but it just didn't take. Didn't take. Yeah. I don't think that affects. I mean, you still get credit for it. I mean, not credit, but yeah, you know, no, I it still happened. It still, yeah, yeah, it still happened. You did that. It doesn't really matter if it was accepted or not. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. It's oddly similar to what I was going to say about myself, because unfortunately, and I'm sorry, you guys, again, I've been saying sorry to my closest friends that have been around for decades Probably forever. Because I was in a really, really bad situation with a guy once for multiple years. And I really tortured them. It just, it was so protracted. It went on forever. They all gave me really good advice. Run. And I thought I knew better. <laughs> Run for the hills. And I, one of them actually was like, I don't know if I can functionally be your friend if you're going to keep letting this happen to you. Yeah. And just wanting sympathy for it. And I was like, la, 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 until I wasn't. 
Mm. And then I realized that they're really good people to have stuck around. So now when anything happens with them, I'm like, do you remember what you did to them? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. Like, if you're hungover and somebody wants to call you and have a two-hour conversation about parsing their relationship with someone, you do it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you torture your fucking friends. <laughs> just something like that. Like, I'm just... I mean, I know it's not willfully evil or anything, but it was over the line as far as any one of them would have had the right to be like, I don't want to hear about this anymore. Mm-hmm. You're never going to learn. You're being a victim almost intentionally. Like you're a masochist or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I give up. And they didn't. So I just always try to pay that back as much as possible. I had actually another friend. This is also from like fucking forever ago. She's perfect a f- now. A friend of mine. <laughs> she only made mistakes in like, you know, the late 90s. A, fr- a friend of mine that I've known since like fourth grade. Ooh. We ended up going to the same high school together. And all throughout high school. And he'll admit it too. He was just the nastiest, meanest piece of shit to me. And Why? I, I don't know. Just like a growing pains thing? I'm not sure. I, I can speculate, but I, I... So he's straight? No, no, no. He's gay. Oh, okay. uh, I could speculate, and I'm not going to. That's not what this program is about. Ooh. We don't We don't speculate here. We only... You didn't come here for speculation. You didn't come here for speculation. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. Something, wait, feels, no. something feels off about <laughs> Line. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's facts. Okay, cool. Thanks. Where's Janet? Janet. <laughs> Janet. I'm into it. I'm totally into it. Janet. And you can watch The Good Place. Janet knows everything. Who is she supposed to get on the horn? I don't need to remember. That's Janet's responsibility. Oh my god. Janet, did you get that bitch on the horn? Whoever we wanted to talk to and <laughs> why, I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he was just like <laughs> such Ew. a piece of shit to me in high school. And it's so funny because I remember being like just kind of ignoring it and just like, like oh, whatever, you're just being dramatic. Like and just not even not even you're being dramatic, just like oh, whatever, whatever. Then there was probably the last year and a half or two of high school where we basically just did not speak at all. And you didn't know why. I mean, I... But you had your theories. I was just kind of like, he's angry. I didn't really know. And then in college, we kind of started talking a little bit. And then eventually, he was just like, I'm really sorry for the way I treated you in high school. I was being a total asshole okay. for no reason. And didn't say why. Claimed there was no uh, reason. I, we didn't get into it, and I didn't need him to. I just appreciated that he did that. But one thing I'm not seeing is, where's your mistake in here? No, it was an example of the other way around. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> you didn't. Nick, I really. I mean, I'm I like, sure you didn't do anything wrong. I'm sure I wasn't. I'm sure I wasn't perfect. Well, it seems like but, you turned the other cheek. Yeah, I'm sure I wasn't perfect, but I definitely was just kind of. Whenever he would say something really like shitty, I'd probably just blow it off and be like, "Oh, whatever," and then just like talk. I mean, that's good as usual. Yeah, I was like business. I was like, and it's funny because looking back, the level of how kind of nasty he could have been or was, no one would ever have that response. It was very strange that that's how I was acting. And you're also technically a child, and you're acting like an adult. Well, and you I have every right to act like a petulant teenager. I guess the whole time I was just like, he doesn't mean it. Like I just knew Aww. he, did. I just knew he didn't mean and it, and he didn't. And it turned out he did. God, you're so together. We but, can't be friends anymore. I'm sorry. No, please. Because <laughs> you know me, I would have been like, oh, you want to ice me out, bitch? I'm going to show you Antarctica, bitch. Mm-hmm. All right? You're never going to hear my pulse, even if you take in it with the fucking thingy. <laughs> what the hell is that thing called? You know, the thing. Stethoscope. Thank you. God, yeah. corn brain. We're fine. I try to be mean. I mean, usually if I take somebody's pulse, I just fingers. I'm at heart rate. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Besides, it reminds me of when I was younger. I may or may not have been attracted to the general practitioner that I went to until I was a late teenager. Shocking. (laughs) I liked it when he touched my chest with his warm hands on the cold stethoscope. Oh, dear God. (laughs) Dr. Mac. He had an earring. He was totally gay. Oh, my God. And he was a hairy daddy. Anyway, I had a lot of older men crushes when I was like 13 to That makes sense, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm the old man. What happened? Life. And also, I'm just like, we've talked about this before in life and on the podcast. The concept of cancel culture is saying that you make certain mistakes and you can never make up for them, which is kind of uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. we're both kind of like of the opinion that that's a little bit too exacting, too yeah. permanent and too reactionary. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to what we were saying about the guy who burned your letter. Yeah. Your attempt to ameliorate that problem is still valid, even though he didn't accept it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like if a celebrity is canceled and they do something to try to make it better and everyone's like, no, you're canceled. Like, where does that leave them? It's very complicated. There was definitely a whole article about AOC talking about cancel culture and and in supporting it. But I think some of the stuff that kind of gets lost is that it feels very permanent Mm -hmm. and I don't think it should I think it needs to be a reaction to get your point across to let people know that we mean business it's when you like, do something It's like up. a separation versus a divorce. 
Yeah, exactly. It's not permanent, but it's just you need to realize what you said wasn't okay. And yeah. You need to acknowledge that it wasn't okay. Yeah. And my God, if we haven't learned as a culture by now in the last four or so years that anything is possible, how can we really say left, right, and sideways? Oh, you did something wrong. You're canceled because you're never going to be sorry. You're never going to make yeah, up for yeah, it. Yeah. Nothing is impossible. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. You can't. You Donald Trump is president and I've had sex with a woman. Nothing is out of the realm of possibilities. If I can just make that clear. Okay. <laughs> and I was really bad at it. Okay. Yeah. And I hate being bad at things. It's, it's also like when someone apologizes for doing something and people are like, oh, well, I don't want to hear it now. Blah, blah. It's like, okay, fine. Don't fucking hear it. You want to be grouchy. I bitter. don't accept that. You want to be a grouchy. Exactly. I don't, like you want to be a grouchy, bitter person. Fine. I think you should. I'm of the notion that, you know, short of truly horrific things like, you know, you murdered my family. Someone apologizes to you for something relatively you innocuous. Know, Thank you. You're that's welcome. A, I knew that's where the words were. You read my fucking mind. Oh my god, this is getting really terrifying. This is something relatively innocuous. You should accept their apology, even if you don't forgive them. You can accept their apology. It's just, it's just not civil not to. They meant well. It's just so bratty. No, I don't accept your apology. And I don't. What is it? What do you lose by accepting their apology? I think it's even one of those things where it could just be like you might need time for it. Yeah, you never know. And obviously, listen, I'm not talking about if I don't know a celebrity does something fucked up. That's kind of a different beast. Like I'm not saying you need to sit there and kind of think about it for a while. Like who fucking cares? Well, um, some people would, but some people. That's true. Some people would. Which is why we're in this mess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if it's like someone you actually know, yeah, you might be like, listen, I need some time to kind of sit back and sit yeah. with whatever it was, but. Yeah, it's very hard. People act like they can just do it, like I'm ice, I'm hard on this. It's very difficult to cut someone out of your life who you've known for years. Even if it's warranted and even if it's ultimately the right decision, it's hard. Yeah. Because there are always going to be days where you think you made a mistake or you're tempted. Hello, the pandemic. Yeah. People everywhere all across the world have been texting bitches that they shouldn't be texting. And they know. <laughs> they know they made the right decision not speaking to them, but their nostalgia and loneliness and confusion and fear makes them want to do that. You know, it's a natural human inclination. Mm -hmm. When something this horrifying happens, you want to go back to what's familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why a lot of people won't start new TV shows. <laughs> Because they don't want to have the stress of, obviously, the stress of watching a new TV show is not like the, the stress of running away from a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, first world problems much. Like, but, it, <laughs> but it's just the chemical reactions going on in your brain that are associated with stress are when you're, oh, well, what's going to happen next? Like, there's oh. no, that's, that's the, okay. that's what I'm talking about. It's not like oh. the stress of starting a new show. It's very. I was like, who is this powder puff person that you're <laughs> talking to? Who's this snowflake, bro? Hey, I princess. I bet he likes Biden, bro. Hey, princess, just watch the rest of the fucking show, right? It's on net. It's called binge watching. It's called Netflix and chill, all right? Just do it already, oh. eh? If she don't want to watch the rest of it, let her go fuck to sleep watch it without her. <laughs> Pretend you didn't see it in the morning. She'll never know a fucking difference, right? Oh, my God. So um, people are comfortable with the familiar. That's why a lot of uh -huh. people are not starting new TV shows. They watch something show. they've watched like 50 other times. I'm back in the Golden Girls. I'm in the... I'm of in course the you are. Mid-season two. Started it for like the 17th time. There's a magnetic feel that the Hulu, Roku, whatever emits yeah. that pulls you in physically. Yeah. You're physically incapable of not watching it. And I'm... <laughs> small digression. Oh, my God. Unrelated to what we're talking about. But related to... To the Golden Girls? But related to TV. Always have time for that. I, Andy's gonna be so happy. I've finally finished. I know what you're gonna season say. Season one of Buffy. <laughs> oh, I gotta do it. Because I was gonna clock you. As soon as you said I went back to Golden Girls, I was like, does that mean that you stopped watching Buffy? I was about to crawl over this table. <laughs> well... So I finished season one of Buffy. Oh my God. Finally. I was stuck on the last episode for like, I don't know. Well the last episode's the first good episode of the show. Well over a month and a half. And I, I can't. What? It's the first good episode of the show. Well, well, no, but I was stuck on that. That was the one I hadn't watched for probably oh, about a month and a half. you hadn't watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't start it. it and stop no, it. No, 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 no. I was like, what's wrong with you? But It's a season finale. So I'm sitting there. What watching. episode are you on in season two? Oh my God. I'm only in the first episode. I just watched the one episode. So I'm in season two. <laughs> Okay, go on. <laughs> I, I so immediately after the episode, it was like two o'clock in the morning, I texted my friend Lisa and I said, I'm not going to lie. You toggled to Golden Girls, didn't you? Did you toggle back to Golden Girls? I did. You and I it. was like, I'm not going to lie. Anyway. I was like, I just finished season one of Buffy. And this person loves Buffy as much as I do. So Yes, she does. She's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. She's a super fan. <laughs> and I said, I was like, you Don't know you what? Don't you talk about her like that. He's holding my Buffy Centuria candle. <laughs> That I just pulled off my Buffy shrine that I share with my roommate, Joey. Oh, my God. Buffy shrine. So <laughs> I told her, I was like, I'm not going to lie. That skeleton at the very end is almost reason enough for me to not watch season two. Okay. 
Andy, it's just as ridiculous. It was why. I have you two things to say. I have two things to say. I just have one thing <laughs> to say. Wait, no, I have two things to say. Number one, what the hell do you want? It was a mid-season replacement on WB in 1997. Okay. Number two, what did we talk about during the cursed movie sets thing? They bought real skeletons for poltergeist to put in a muddy pool in the middle of the night. No one would have noticed because ultimately it's not that important, except to somebody like you who's like, I can't see bone marrow because I want to see death wherever oh. I look. <laughs> That's why you're so angry. You're trying to clock Buffy because of that shit. Okay. I, they were on a budget. <laughs> I, I could do a better job on 50 bucks. Because guess what? You didn't need... He literally... Are you going to get technical if there was something missing? He turns into ash. Did you count the bones? My God. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I did. I paused it and I counted Is there a missing femur and you're like, I'm never watching this show again? Oh, good Lord. And we're not done with this yet. So the vampire, when he's killed... The master. Spoiler alert. When the master is killed, he turns into ash. It's like, one, why are there any bones left? Especially if it's going to look bad, I would have rather they took a bunch of ash and dumped it all over the set. There is a reason for that. It's because he's so old at that point. He's like a 450-year-old vampire. When other vampires get dusted, is what they call it, they're just ash. There's not even really ash on the floor. They're just gone. I would have rather... It's not going to happen again. Literally could have been anything. They could have done scorch marks. They could have done ash. They could have not had anything there. They could have not showed it. Well, I have good news and bad news. One, that's never going to happen again, because like I said, when people get dusted, they're just gone. Okay, good. But... There are going to be instances in the show where the special effects and the CGI are really, really bad. It's the late 90s. And I, Wait till you get to the third season finale, Graduation Day Part 2. You're going to be real mad. I, <laughs> I think what bothered me the most about it was the fact that, I mean, maybe it was uh, five or six minutes prior. They had this really cool looking like worm with teeth puppet, like a weird Audrey 2 almost happening. Audrey 3. Yeah, Audrey 3, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Like, that actually looked good. But see, that probably wasn't CGI. The dusting is CGI. No, the dusting was not the problem. It was the Oh, the aftermath. End, the aftermath. When it was just the... Ske- it lo- Okay, it looks like they took a plastic teaching skeleton and just... <laughs> they like, probably did. Gingerly placed it on the, on the ground. <laughs> and it's just lying there, splayed out, very symmetrical. I was like, what? Oh, wait. Wait a minute. It's when they, at the literally the last like five seconds of the episode, when they pan over to the skeleton and they pan out and you see the skeleton on the ground. Okay, but here, okay, do you care if I give you a mild spoiler for no. the season two premiere? I do not. So she comes back from summer vacation and she's a total cunt because she's processing the fact that she did die and was nearly permanently killed by the master. Yes. So she has like PTSD. At the end of that episode, she. Because, you know, they have to consecrate the bones and make sure they're in one place so nobody can, like, reanimate him or whatever. And she pulverizes them with a mallet to get out her damage. That's why it's so important for you to see that the bones still exist so they can do that in the following episode. So there's a reason, and they're never going to do it again. There was a point to that. Okay, it's just, it was offensive. (sighs) And you didn't even say anything about the fact that she's wearing her iconic white cream empire waist dress with a leather jacket over, which she then wore this year and dyed her hair pink she looks better now than she did then. Which I just talked about this morning. (laughs) It's so weird. Me and Joey went into this whole thing to his boyfriend who's not watched Buffy about Buffy. About everything. I was like, oh my God, she looked better. And she's had two kids. It was 23 years ago. Anyway. anyway. I'm very happy that you're in season two. Very long digression. Girl. One thing. You won't be thinking about those goddamn fake bones when you get to the middle of season two and you're calling me crying. Okay? Because you're going to get your heart ripped out of your fucking chest. All right? No. Get ready. No. Buckle up, bitch. (laughs) Buckle up, buttercup. Because you get to fuck. Call me when you get to becoming part two. You'll need me. <laughs> and I might not be there. Oh, no, I will be because it's about Buffy. I took a solemn oath always to support people through their Buffy watching experience. Oh, good. Mm. So, yeah. So now we just want to talk about kind of an outgrowth of what was that? Our digression from this yes. week? Oh, it was the main yeah, episode yeah. when you <laughs> when you very correctly thought that I might make a joke about prep. And I did, but not pre-exposure prophylactic, but prep. Just the word prep. Doomsday preppers. Doomsday peppers. So it got me thinking, you know, I was telling Nick that I was frustrated with the fact that Madison Avenue or Madison Montgomery Avenue. Surprise, bitch. Everything comes back to (laughs) 
they seem intent in print ads and TV commercials as portraying the only people who need not only PrEP, but I remembered later, HIV medication when you're already infected. They're always POC people and they're always trans people. I'm like, oh my God, POC people and trans people are not the only people who need PrEP or HIV meds. It's racist and transphobic. But it got me thinking about how many misconceptions there are in the LGBTQ plus community at large. And how dangerous that is and how culpable it is in the fact that we have a very distinct intersectionalism problem. So I just thought we could give an ending note about anything we think that is misunderstood or people have a lot of ignorance or they're misinformed or they're not informed mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought we'd start with HIV because there is a lot of, even now, I mean, my God, it was like 40 years ago, basically. Yeah. And there's stigma and there's misinformation and people don't understand what they're talking about. And we all have made that mistake at one point with misinformation about it. Yeah, and, yeah. Because, and not knowing. Because we need to do the homework. One time I was on a date with this person who was positive. And, and you knew. And I and I knew. But I don't remember what triggered it. Maybe I said something that was kind of not exactly huh. right. Okay. And uh, like about a fact of yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly. Oh, boy. He straight up pulled out his phone. Oh, God opened a note and he had a full article slash study and broke it down and explained. And I was like, that is something that really resonated with me. Now, wait a minute. May I ask what the tone was? It was not. No, no, no. It was was merely informative. It was merely informative. Oh, no. Oh, I didn't like say any. I didn't say anything really like. It wasn't like offensive or anything like that. It It was was just. It was incorrect. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, oh, well. And he like. Oh, yeah. I'd be blowing him under the table. That makes my nipples hard. (laughs) Yeah. Facts, figures, because it's grammar. It's sapiosexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was hot. A, yeah, it was a really nice. And obviously, not everyone's going to do that. Not everybody's wired like that. They should be. That's fantastic. But, but like him explaining it like that for me, I was like, wow, this person really knows what they're talking about. Yeah, and you, you didn't say what you said because you're willfully ignorant. You just didn't know. I just and you yeah, would exactly. want to know the correct answer. Yes, but you yeah. didn't even have to ask. He gave it to you voluntarily. And even at that time, I was at school for acupuncture, so I had been reading studies. So and you were learning more and more. My point is that like I had been reading studies and stuff. So when someone breaks out a study and starts explaining <laughs> something that way, it's like, oh, okay, you're, you're speaking my language. He's not. He's not fucking around. Like there, he's like he knows what he's talking. Were there about. footnotes? I'm sure there were. Mm. But yeah, anyway, that that was an interesting. That's great, and I'm so glad. When you first said it, I thought he was going to yell at you, but I'm glad. No, that no, he no, was, no. It yeah. was because I didn't say anything like that, like ridiculous. But some people are they're yeah. know it alls, or they take everything personally. That's the other thing. If you want someone to like get better at understanding something, don't be upset and yell at them. Yes, like, I mean, not <laughs> all incorrect information that people have is willful ignorance. Sometimes yeah. it's a learning curve. It, yeah, exactly. Come on, were you born knowing everything, bitch? Yeah, exactly. No. Like, I don't. If someone says something really stupid and ignorant about acupuncture. Which is I true. knew you were going to say that. Which is totally true. Like, well, I, there's I, a lot of stigma. There is. I had someone on Scruff say oh, something. Oh, God. He, he was a doctor, so he like... Oh, uh, he, was in medical, he was in school oh. for... He was in medical school. So you're not a doctor. And I was just like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, You're a doctor candidate. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, and I was just like... Because the thing is, I don't even care if you don't think that it works. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me if you think it works or if it's valid or whatever. The way he approached me was just... Haughty. No, it was nasty. Ew. It was like... Bitch. Oh, what you do isn't even medicine and this and that and the other. And I'm like... You haven't even done medicine yet, bitch. You're still reading about it. I was going to say, it was really... And listen, again, it doesn't matter if you think that it's valid or if it works or not. You can at least be respectful. I was going to say, I would never in a million years speak to another... No! person who works in the field of medicine like that or any other field or there's no reason field, to there's do no that. reason to do exactly that. he probably worked at wyckoff Heights. no i nasty think he ass was... hospital. <laughs> i mean you know how i he feel about buzzfeed buzzfeed is like something that was created by satan to ruin the english language because they use literally in every fucking headline and they write stupid insipid articles if i met someone on scruff or whatever who worked for buzzfeed i'm not going to immediately trash buzzfeed it's rude (laughs) i can have my own personal feelings about buzzfeed is the worst thing ever to happen to the humanity (laughs) literally i wrote this listicle and literally here it is i mean it makes me want to kill myself but like i don't have to rub that in someone's face who works at buzzfeed yeah yeah, yeah. right i mean that's rude it was yeah but it was so ridiculous but my point is, there's no trying to, like, explain anything to you. Like, you're not going to listen. And he's like, also not worth it. Yeah, exactly. So, it, you know, you know, it's not really, I don't know, is that related to what we were talking about? Yeah, because we're talking about misconceptions and, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're yeah, kind yeah. of That's, we're trying to talk about the misconception side, and then we're going to talk about the factual side. Yes, exactly. And also, we are going to get into a little bit of things that aren't misconceptions. They're just rude. Yeah. Like, we might as well go there. Like you said, I know nobody says, are you clean or dirty? 
But when you ask someone like on an app or whatever, oh. are you clean? And your tacit implication is, are you HIV positive or negative? That means that the opposite side of that is dirty, which is so offensive. Yeah. And like so antiquated. It's like, you might as well throw it in the bucket with like the N word and any other epithet or slur because you don't say that. It's ridiculously inappropriate. Yeah. Well, also, it's obviously it's not the N word, but I see what you mean. I know. The intent though. And and like how deeply insulting it is. Because it's also just like very marginalizing. It's also, you're clearly not thinking about what you're saying. I could see someone making that mistake but then if it's pointed out to them and they continue to do that, you're just like, oh, whatever. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But I'm trying to think about how you'd have to be pretty, pretty dense to say that out loud and not kind of intuit what you're really saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You'd have yeah. to really have your head up your ass to not realize that, you know? Yeah, I guess. My point is even if you did it, but if you did it though and someone pointed it out to you and you didn't realize it, oh, okay, I, you're right. I shouldn't say that. Now I realize like- You should probably never speak. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably made mistakes like that a lot. You dumb bitch. Yeah. And just like one of the things I've really realized, you know, I'm HIV negative, but I see it a lot, just third party and whatever, that people really need to do the research and understand what undetectable status really is. Yes. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Undetectable means that your viral load is so low that there's a statistical near absolute zero chance of you being physiologically capable of infecting another person with HIV, even if you have unprotected sex. Yeah. And people really don't get that. You know, well, they, and the other thing too is you're actually at a lower risk of getting infected yes. with HIV, sleeping with someone who is undetectable. Because they know the score. Then sleeping with someone who's negative because quote unquote. they're quote unquote negative. When really they have no idea what their status is. Exactly. Yeah. And so, God forbid they've newly infected, their viral lotus to the roof. Yeah. And they yeah. can infect you basically by like looking at you. I'm talking about misinformation. I'm not drinking out of the same glass. Talking about Andy. misinformation. Yeah. yeah, I'm not drinking out of the same glass. I mean, glass you can't even be, you can't even call them or you'll get it. No. <laughs> don't share a phone. Don't share a glass. Don't share a bathroom. You know, someone who doesn't get regularly tested, who was newly infected, is the most infectious person that you could ever have yeah, sex with. Because your viral load's much higher. Yes. Versus an undetectable person where mathematically it's virtually impossible. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, people need to ask more questions. I learned when I was 26, I drunkenly slept with someone and he topped me. And he barebacked me. And in the morning, he was like, thanks for being cool about the fact that I'm positive. And I was livid that he didn't tell me. But then I really started to understand as I thought about it more... That the onus is really on me. If I want to know something like that, I should have asked. I mean, I didn't really feel like I made a huge mistake being angry because there's kind of co-responsibility. But uh, I should yeah. have asked, you know, if I was re- going to be that angry about well, it. But he said being cool with it. So that he probably that. told me drunk and I don't, didn't remember. Oh. Or, I, I, or maybe he forgot. I don't really know because, I mean, I didn't know him. It was like when I stand, I just left. Left, Taking in, it, left take, in the gutter like the trash that you are. I, <laughs> I went back to the CDC and they put me in quarantine for another <laughs> five years. That's why I never graduated college. Um, and he escaped. Now he's living under an assumed name. I'm in the wild. <laughs> You'll never know my real name. Andres, I got that out of a book, bitch. <laughs> you know, you learn little lessons about that along the way. You know, I genuinely thought I had something to be angry about. But you need to take responsibility for your own sexual health more than anyone else. Yeah. So when people started taking Truvada, which is a prep drug, which basically prevents you from getting infected with HIV. 99%. Yes. It's a very low risk of getting infected. Yeah, it's virtually impossible. If you adhere. Yes. If, some yes, people if don't. You, if you take it, if you take it daily. Because Lord love a duck, some people can't even take a pill once a fucking day. Well, there are also schedules, scheduled ways schedules? of taking it. Yeah. <laughs> so another interesting thing, though, is with Truvada. Truvada is the brand name. She's now, the Beyonce. And then. Well, actually, she's not the Beyonce anymore. She's like the other one. The left eye. I made a mistake. I shut up. Shut up. What did I say? You conflated Destiny's Child with TLC. I did. It's okay. Anyway, it's okay. So the Beehive is coming for you. I'm an idiot. I gave them your address. I, I, listen, <laughs> I own that. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I love that you brought a flip tie. Lover. RG. Uh, but no, Discovy is actually the newer one, which is actually. I love that name and I don't know why. <laughs> But the reason Discovy is, I'm not going to say better, but the reason Discovy is safer is Is it better for your organs? Yes. So it's funny because if you've taken Truvada, you know that it's a blue pill, but it's also big. It's a large pill. She's big. It's a big. and 714, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so Discovy is much smaller because it's the, it's a lot less of the medication, but it's made so that your body absorbs it better. If the pill smaller, does it mean that half the gays will automatically not put it in their mouth? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it is smaller because it has less medication, but whatever they oh, do so to it. Oh, so it's concentrated, essentially? It, your body absorbs it better. Cool. 
So it's actually the opposite. The other one's more concentrated. This is less concentrated. Oh, it inundates your body and that's why it's dangerous for your organs. Yes. Oh, not, okay. not, yeah, not quite, but yes. It's funny because that was something I spoke to my doctor about. I was like, oh, well, I know I heard you can also take it every other day. Like, is that an option? He was like, well, the less you take it, the less effective it is. And then he spoke to me about like the scheduled thing. Like if you know when you're going to have sex, you can take it this many times, like two days before, then the day before. There, there are different ways to take it. Yeah. But the easiest way is just to take it every day. Yeah. So just... And not one time a guy actually tried to convince me that I could take one pill of Truvada and 20 minutes later we could bear back. I was like, you're vile because that's not true. And you're actually trying to put my health at risk, assuming that I might be a fucking idiot. (laughs) And Jesse, you can bear back. Oh my God. Go bear back yourself straight into hell (laughs) with like a baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. You're evil. So I'm going to recast it. So Truvada is Mariah Carey. Yes. And then along comes, say it one more time. Discovi. Who's Ariana Grande, who also has the whistle channels and she's younger and newer. Yes. And like improved. She has a long ponytail. I'm sure someone's very mad about what you said. And then Mariah's like, what? Like. (laughs) (laughs) But there was this whole thing when these drugs came out where they were like very concerned that Oh, well, now that these drugs are out, all these other STDs, chlamydia, gonorrhea, I am so glad you're bringing this up. I are re- going to skyrocket. And they did. And they did. But because people weren't using condoms when they were having sex. Oh, we're going to get into this. I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> he has many things to say. <laughs> My name is Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. <laughs> so basically, it was kind of like, oh, these people can't take their health into their own hands. That was my point earlier, which, yeah. Which is, I see the reasoning behind why they thought that. But at the same time, it's like people need to be trusted to take care of their own health. Well, I know what you're saying. It's like with anything in life, you know, the old axiom, you're born alone, you die alone. Ultimately, your life is up to you. Yeah, exactly. You have autonomy over your life, especially something as private as your sexual health. Except in this current climate, women do not have autonomy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Take that out. Take that out. I strike it. I got a really good Tina going. Tina, <laughs> Tina, Tina Belcher, I was going to go with it. Yeah. I've yeah. never been able to do that before. But seriously. Amy Coney Barrett, she brings it out. <laughs> but seriously. You no. just say her name. She's But yeah, no, seriously, Biden 2020. <laughs> and pack the court. Pack it. Girl, pack it like a bowl and smoke it. Okay, there we go. Continue. I, 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 and that was very last writing. I'm glad that you said that. that was like a very me thing. It really was. Like very oh my God. dark, very like I'm gallows humor. Bitchy like Am I one. ruining your sunny disposition by being your friend? Not possible. My sunny disposition is unflappable. Is that a challenge? Bring it on. Oh, I'll wreck you. <laughs> I wore my chastity belt. I'm scared. <laughs> he made a face and made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's going to be a hood ornament on my car <laughs> by the time I'm through with you. Um, but <laughs> oh my God. Good lord, I got my welding mask and everything. God, we're getting off topic. <laughs> Get a locksmith. Locksmith? Help! Oh, <laughs> oh god, you're de- <laughs> the princess right here. No, Rob, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Common link, Carrie Eus. I got mixed up. Yeah. You're right about that because it really did cause this sociopolitical thing that I really was not a fan of. Because one thing I do want to say about sexual health in general and just the whole like having the facts to make your decision that's right for you is that people get so bossy post-Truvada. Yeah. They will harangue you if you want to use a condom. And I'm like, okay, if you don't like using condoms and you only want to have bareback sex, that's fine. But they act like you have three heads. Yeah. And they mock you mercilessly and they act like you're doing something wrong. Choosing to wear or not wear a condom is neither wrong nor right. It's just your personal decision. Especially in light of the fact that all other STIs, including, what's the word I'm looking for? Chronic. Yes. STIs. I made that bull joke. I should have known the word chronic. Yeah, like herpes and the drug-resistant gonorrhea that was in the UK. Like, just because there's Shuvada, it only protects, and they warn you in the commercial. It doesn't protect, yeah. It doesn't protect you against anything except for HIV. Exactly. So if you go around, you know, never protecting yourself, anything could happen. And it could be permanent, which was the main point of fear about HIV. So it's like we circle back to something different. It always should be your choice. This is why you should be informed about these things. And it's really easy. You go on your phone. They have mathematical charts that tell you all of the sex acts, you know, the the big popular ones. Nothing I'm into. (laughs) That's like, you know, you got to go to a graveyard at midnight. You got to open a mausoleum. You got to go down like. And you got to summon up the damn devil to learn about those things. But they give you the actual statistics was, like it's was, Vegas. You know what, what I mean? Was the, what was the demon's name from? Uh, Pazuz. Pazuzu. Pazuzu. <laughs> Gotta summon up goddamn Pazuzu. Come on, Pazuzu. Who you think I'll give it to you better? That little girl or me. All right. <laughs> Ooh, girl. 
and then he said something very rude about my um you know elasticity or the lack thereof and then he picked ray and i was very upset um <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i jesus christ myself i did a you line you jesus christ yourself. i'm turning into you wait here we go wait oh my god there that's what you always say i do under your breath and i always mutter it and yeah, i uh, know they can hear oh it my, but I no i turn up the volume i love it i never cut it <laughs> No, so you need to be informed. Oh, I was talking about that. They have math, mathematical find, charts. Yeah, yeah. They give you Vegas odds. They give mm-hmm. you math statistics about if you do this without this, this is the odds you get HIV. Like, it's mm-hmm. all there for you and it's not hard to find. Yeah. And, and then you can make your own personal choices. And guess what? Your doctor can answer any questions for you. Yes. If you have one. Or, or if you go to a free clinic. The one on San Vicente and Santa Monica. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've seen it there a couple of times. <laughs> but like... <laughs> But yeah, you can ask your doctor or any healthcare person. They should be, and many are, but many are not, respectful of what you're talking to them about. I definitely have had people who've told me that they've had very bad experiences mm. with their doctors because they're fucking... Or just awkward. Or just awkward. Why do you need or quote or want, I should say, why do you want to have like a gay doctor? Because... Because you're not going to get that shit. Yeah. It's much less likely that you're going to have the experience of one, it being awkward, or two, where you're feeling really judged. I mean, gay people are very judged. Or there's a discord between your reasons and what they think your reasons should be. Yes, exactly. Like, I made the mistake of picking my doctor because he was cute. Because I'm a whore and I went through the book. I don't want a cute doctor so I can like, you know, pretend he's going to molest me and stuff. <laughs> on, the, on the cold, on the cold slab. And I was like, help, help. But no help one could hear me. me. And I went, help, help. And nobody could hear me. I, just, I, was, I felt like I was yelling. But anyway. Mm-hmm. No, but he was straight. And the first time I tried to get on prep, he tried to dissuade me from it because he didn't think that I was, for lack of a more sophisticated term, promiscuous yeah. enough to need it. Yeah. And I was like, if I want it and it's a health crisis, which it is, still an active health crisis, you should probably give it to me. You know, I'm an adult. I can make the decision to put other parts of my health at a slight detriment or a possible detriment Mm -hmm. in service of not becoming HIV positive. That's my choice. If I want to get it, you should give it to me. Yeah. And he actively was trying to argue with me. And I was like, just give it to me. Especially something like that because it's preventative. It's like a lifestyle kind of. Yes, exactly. It's like a lifestyle drug. Yeah. And and because Um, he was straight, I was like, you have no idea how terrified I used to be of this when I was a teenager. I've told you before, if you had a scare... You weren't 100% in the clear for a year. Yeah. That was like my worst fear of being like terrified every day for a year. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know anything about that. So of course he'd be like, oh, you don't need it. I was like, well, I want it. <laughs> yeah. And I have emotional underpinnings for that that you don't understand. And yeah. you never will. Gay doctors. You don't just get it from sex. <laughs> like there are other ways to get HIV. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I want to say? Final thought. What? Well, you continue. Well, I, I mean, just intravenous drug use was the one thing that's coming to mind. Yeah, which is why Pence is also going to join Ronnie with Pazuzu very, very soon. <laughs> because he refused to fund clean needle exchanges when he was a governor of Indiana, yeah. which caused a mini cluster of HIV infections. You're a terrible fucking human being. Intravenous drug use, sex. Well, blood transfusions are blood generally transfusions okay now. Yeah. Breast milk. Oh, I know. I was actually well-trained by Colin Lord. There's five fluids that transmit HIV. Blood, semen, semen pre-ejaculate, vaginal secretions, breast milk, and blood. Anything else is just a myth. Two of those I don't need to worry about. Yeah, there's that. And then just in general, it's your responsibility. It's not an HIV-positive person's responsibility to teach you HIV knowledge because they are positive. I feel like people do that. It's like a blame, like a subtle blame thing. Yeah. Like, well, you're the one who put everyone in this situation who's negative. So you tell me or mm-hmm. you are the one to bring it up. That is horseshit mm-hmm. because they didn't do anything wrong. There's no, you know, guilt or there shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know, and this like shaming, like you have to be in the grocery store. I'm positive. I'm positive because you did this to yourself. I hate that. Yeah. Like, and it's very subtle and very insidious and it's wrong. If you want to protect yourself against HIV infection because you're negative, that's your responsibility. It's not quote unquote, the people who put me in this position. Positive yeah, people. Like- yeah. Positive <laughs> people didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They circumstantially were in a position that you haven't been in. Mm. So fuck off if you think everything is their responsibility. They have to, you know, do some penance. person that I brought up at the beginning, like plenty of people who that might not resonate with. Yeah, like why are you weird? Like yeah. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, so That's so. not hot. <laughs> you know there are people like that, unfortunately. Yeah, so just be respectful. Learn some shit. Crack a book. Don't say anything dumb. Put a barrette in your hair. Yeah, put a bird on it. Put a barrette on it, girl. Put a barrette on it. So please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We would love it. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast. Pocket Cast. <laughs> Every goddamn day. I thought I had Pocket, it. I really did. Pocket Cast. I was excited. Po- Podbean. I was excited. It was uh, not to be. 
please write us written reviews on Apple Podcasts because they are immensely helpful to us. They make us feel seen. I feel seen. I feel seen. I feel understood. <laughs> Instagram, O-T-R-I-G dot podcast. Twitter. O-T-R-I-G-A-Y dot podcast. Oh, did I say G? Right? You're right. You're okay. totally right. Twitter, same way, but no dot. O-T-R-I-G-A podcast. Our website. www.w. W. We already talked about him. No, I'm fine. Listen. He's an idiot. I'm, I'm <laughs> Strategery. Oh my God. Why is my brain off? Oh my God. Uh, otrigay.com yeah and our email is thatgayshow at, at gmail.com not that gay show which I always want to say that gay show that gay show oh yeah no that gay show oh my god we should make a secondary email that gay show that gay show it's us doing problematic cultural appropriation of Japanese women no for no should. reason <laughs> it's just an excuse to eat sushi that's oh fine god. I don't mean anything by it so it was fun everyone it was fun let's get our goddamn country back Dear God. Shall we? Yeah, this is past Nick and Andy, so we don't know because you're going to be hearing this after it happens. You're not going to be hearing this episode if things go well because we're actually going to re-record just two hours of gloating. Either way, there's a really terrible movie called Bushwick that I believe was probably directed video starring the Amber Von Tussle from the Hairspray movie musical, Britney Snow, which basically... Donna Snow. Donna Murphy. The plot is a second civil war breaks out and it starts in Bushwick. It's the dumbest movie of all time. But I'm just saying, if things go south... I'm willing. Come to my apartment. We'll start a second civil war in Bushwick. We'll do it. We'll follow the movie as a plan. <laughs> it's going to be great. I'll call Brittany Snow and I'll be like, okay, so like when you were getting into character, like how did you split the country into two parts? Did Bushwick secede from New York? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> Let's figure it out. Let's do it together. So either way, we'll be okay. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. We'll figure it out together. It's been real, everybody. You sexy bitches. I'm cautiously optimistic. I hope you are too. Yes. Biden's up by five to nine percentage points in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, which was the firewall that gave Trump the Electoral College in 2016, and he wouldn't have won without it. Okay, bye. <laughs> I just had to. I just say because I want you to feel good. I want you to feel at least as good as you can. I they're hope you not, have a lot of Xanax. They're not going to hear this. <laughs> Maybe they are. I don't fucking know. Anyway, anyway later. I'll appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bitches.